1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: We're Grant and Danny. This is the fan. You can hit us up at 800-636-1067 on the MGM National Harbor Listener lines. Question for you guys. Todd Monk into the Ravens as their new offensive coordinator today means there's only a few spots left for Eric Biennemi. And in this game of musical chairs, seats he can sit in include staying in Kansas City, coming to Washington, going to Arizona where they just hired, reportedly, Jonathan Gannon, the DC of the Eagles, so he could probably run the shop on offense there, or going to Tampa Bay and coaching with Todd Bowles, a defensive-minded head coach. But you would think... That's four options for him. Probably not any more than that right now. The commanders have a very good chance to land the enemy. My question is, and Danny, I want to get your thoughts on this before I go deeper into each of these points. Are they going to be willing to do the the three things that I think would be necessary to get him? The first is pay him handsomely. He's leaving a good job. He's been there for several years. You get a raise every year or two in this league. Uh Coordinators make a million bucks generally if they're pretty good. If you've been around for a handful of years in a spot, you're closer to $2 million if you're having success. If they need to pay him that much or more than that, are they willing to do that with whatever's going on at the ownership level in a sale this offseason? Number one. Number two, it does not take a rocket scientist to watch the Chiefs and Andy Reid, who has taught, you would imagine, enemy Everything He Knows, And to look at Washington and say, these are two very, very different offenses. Are they going to let him do it his way? I certainly think he'll run it more in D.C. than he would with the Chiefs because you don't have Patrick Mahomes. Mm -hmm. But if he wants to spread you out and sling it around and pass to score and then run to kind of put games away like they have in Kansas City, Andy Reid's never been a run first or probably even a run second guy. Do you let him do that? Or are you going to hire him and then dictate that he does it your way? And then the last thing would be, and I think this one is critical, what if he wants to make changes to your staff where you've got a bunch of your guys you're very tight with that have been with you in multiple stops? Do you allow him to do that in the middle of February and bring in two, three assistants from Kansas City and one that he likes from another place to take some of the posts
0: of the guys that you brought here from Charlotte. I'm going to come back to the first question last. I think that's complicated and almost impossible to tell about will the organization pay him. I have no idea how that's going to go. I'll come back to that in a second. The answer to the last two questions is you you better. You'd better. You roll out that red carpet. You say do it your way and whatever he needs and whatever he wants. This is fighting for your life type stuff here. This is fighting for your your NFL career if you're Ron Rivera. You want to ever do this again? Or do you want to leave tarnished? Do you want to come out of this car wash dirtier than when you went in, right? Where the, uh, you implemented everything and you weren't, weren't, you know, at, you're basically the same level of goodness as, as you were when you first walked in the door in terms of this organization and this program, right? You let him do whatever he wants. You break the rep that did you hang out with Ron in Carolina? Then you got a job as long as he's got a job, whether it's everyone from a free agent from the person that answers the phones to the training staff, everybody you've hired or brought in hasn't really worked that great. You don't do that anymore. You actually break the mold and you, you go get the accomplished person that has kicked ass at a high level that, frankly, you're lucky to get. He should not be available to you. It just happens this one time. His needs might match up with yours. This this is a once-in-a-lifetime type thing, right, where Biennium needs one year of apprenticeship running the show on offense to be able to prove that it can be a head coach to some of the last doubters, I guess, out there among ownership, GM, or whatever, right? It just so happens you can offer him that. Very rarely would a place that stinks as bad as this one be able to get somebody with this kind of a resume, period, end of story. You're, bra- you're roll out the red carpet. Whoever you want gone, they're gone. Whoever you want in, they're in. Whatever you want, you get do it your way. My way stinks. The way you do it wins Super Bowls. The way you do it goes to the AFC title game every year do it that bring me that bring me all the excellence you have because my way ain't excellent with will they I don't know the answer to that in terms of payment that's the most complicated part of all this and I don't know how we can answer it to to be fair
2: we can't really I mean it's it's guessing and it's spitballing there may be no sale and it's business as usual I mean for all we know Dan Snyder is just ready to be the owner this year and if that's the case I would say he'll stroke that check Mm -hmm. but if you are, see the learners, trying to sell and not add any kind of money to the, the <clears throat> bottom line, it gets a little bit harder to, to make a guy one of the higher-paid coordinators in the league if that's what it's going to take to bring him over. I look at the fact that they ranked 28th in yards per play this past year despite having weapons, you know, McLaurin and Dotson and Samuel and investing two third-round picks at running back not even to speak to what they did at the quarterback position this offseason. I look at the fact that they were 21st and 31st the two years before that. They have been a bottom four offense in the NFL in yards per play in two of the three years under Ron Rivera. To your point, I think you got to push the chips in a little bit here. If it means paying more than you'd like to, if it means moving on from members on the staff that you like, if it means any of the other changes that might have to come to go get the enemy, uh, relinquishing some of your philosophy and your power and your influence on, on how you operate on offense, now's the time. Yep. Yeah. You're not going to get to hire another offensive coordinator, very likely. Let's go to Benny, who's in Alexandria, on Grant and Danny. What's up, Benny? Hey, guys. How y'all doing
1: today? Hey, buddy. Doing well. And so I I personally just think that Ron Rivera
2: needs to do what well.
1: Most of us Commanders fans did when we left the, uh, the old name behind and just embraced change. Um, too many commanders in the building, you know, everybody's being stubborn. It's it's not a good look when you're stubborn and you're consistently at the bottom of the bill. Bring, let, let the enemy bring whatever, whoever he wants to bring in and implement whatever type of system he wants. Sometimes they run first, especially in a league that has a pass-less mentality nowadays.
2: Appreciate you, buddy. And I, I know a lot of people take issue anytime we suggest that there is this different paradigm between Rivera and pass happy or or pass first type coordinators. I was uh, interacting with some folks on social media last night on Twitter, at Grant H. Paulson, you can follow me, and they were saying, you guys are over-talking about or overplaying the two-to-one comment that Mayhew made in the press conference. And to that, I would say you got the wrong guy. I have said since day one, I don't really believe that he actually meant that they want to run two-to-one. That's Silly that nobody wants to run two to one, you know, two, two times as much as they pass in this league. I don't believe that. I don't think Rivera wants to. I don't think Martin Mayhew wants to. I think what Mayhew was saying in that press conference, and it's been taken out of context a little bit, and a lot of folks have had fun with it, was that they really enjoyed what they were able to do against the Cowboys. When they were able to dominate them on the ground, run it as much as they want to, and at the end of the game, they'd run two-thirds of the time and they blew them out well, yeah, if they could do that 17 times next year, I'll sign up for that too. You can't, obviously, and they know that. No one's trying to run the ball two-thirds of the time. That's not a thing. But you're lying to yourself if you don't think that this staff wants to run the football. It's what Ron Rivera's teams have always done. In Carolina, they had the two-headed monster of Jonathan Stewart and D'Angelo Williams, right? They were a run-first team. And when Cam Newton helped take them to the top of the league in rushing, with a dual-threat quarterback, it was the the focal point of of the blueprint of what they were. Since he showed up here last couple of years, you've seen this now, right? When they're at their best, it's ball-controlled, it's taking the air out of the football, playing defense, winning 17-15. That is, understandably, based on their personnel the last couple of years, what he's wanted to be. But if you extrapolate it back further to when he was in Carolina, it's, it's what he wants to be in the big picture. And... Over a five-year span, this even predates Rivera to an extent, the Chiefs are number one in the NFL in early down pass rate, and Washington is 31st in the NFL, second to last. There is a differing philosophy, whether you would like to acknowledge that or not. And so the question is, do you allow Biennium to do it the way he wants to, or do you bring him in here like Mike Zimmer did through every year with another offensive coordinator in Minnesota and then say, we're running the football.
0: The two-to-one thing, you're right. It's overblown. Ron very even clarified those comments as well, and he gave this thorough explanation, one of the million interviews he did at the Super Bowl, to say, yeah, you'd like to get up and have things based on play action and run a whole bunch to salt the game away. With 10 minutes left, you want to control the clock, et cetera, et cetera. Washington had the number one most times in the NFL last year, by my count, of times they snapped the ball, handed it off to a running back. Other teams had more rush attempts, but those are three teams where quarterback rushing attempts exceeded 100. Washington handed the ball off more than anybody else in the league, and that's what Ron wants to do.
2: Let's go to Anthony, who's in D.C., wants to hop in on Grant and Danny on the fan. What's up, Anthony? Yes, sir. How you doing, man? So, up, bud? Yes, sir. I love you guys. so appreciate it. So, um, I don't know if this is what you, you guys were talking about, but there was a thing about Eric Biennium possibly coming, you know, Possibly being a candidate to come to Washington as an offensive coordinator, and I've i heard people say, "Oh, you know, well he doesn't call plays." I hear that all the time. But Nick Sirianni didn't call plays when he was with Indianapolis. So I mean,
0: why is it different for him? But a lot of other people didn't call plays, but it's, it's okay for them. It's a great play question. It's a great question, and we're we're basically working back from a result here. Well, we're guessing, right? Because Eric Bieniemy has the resume that you would want except he hasn't, quote-unquote, called plays or whatever. and We're guessing maybe that's the reason that he hasn't been hired as a head coach to this point, despite having a, an outstanding resume. I'm guessing that that's the reason. I don't know for a fact. I haven't talked to every GM or owner or whomever that's interviewed him or spoken with him, but I'm guessing that's the last missing piece.
2: Yeah, uh, there are a lot of coaches. A lot might be strong, but there are plenty of coaches that get head coaching jobs that didn't call plays. In fact, in Kansas City alone, before him, Matt Nagy in his role got a head coaching job doing it the exact same way BNME's done it, and Doug Peterson, who's turned out to be a really good head coach, hadn't called plays and got a job. So you shouldn't have to call plays necessarily to get a job. There's a long list of guys who haven't. The other flip side of that is there are guys like Matt LaFleur who leave good jobs. He was the OC with the Rams, went to a worse job to be the OC with Marcus Mariota in Tennessee, had a very average offense for a year, but got to call plays, got the experience he needed, and then he got the job the next year with the Green Bay Packers, Right. So there's all, a lot of ways to look at it. The, the fact is, for whatever reason, and I think, look, you, you just look at the raw numbers. Race has to be a factor, perhaps, with or it do, doesn't have to be, but maybe a factor with the enemy. I, I would say um, you do 16 or 17 interviews, you don't get the job. Maybe interviewing early on was a factor. I have no idea. I, I can't speak to why he hasn't gotten a job. I don't think anyone knows the answer. Should he have to go get a, a play-calling role? No. The precedent says you don't, but this is the reality he's dealing with now. Yeah. Where Andy Reid's saying, dude, go do this. Go go show everyone it's not me. And I would also say this, though, really quickly. Sirianni and a lot of other coaches that have gotten jobs without calling plays, other than the Chiefs examples I gave you, most of the time you're not in the shadow of one of the top five coaches ever, basically. One of the top three play callers and designers of the last 25 years. So there is this feeling that Biennemi is a passenger. I don't think that's fair. I actually think it's ridiculous. But that, when you work alongside Andy Reid, tends to be how you're viewed for whatever reason. Nagy didn't deal with it to the same extent. Peterson seemingly didn't. But Biennemi is dealing with that. And it is something that he's trying to combat. Grant and Danny with you on the fan. Top of the hour at 3 o'clock. The latest in the sale of the Commanders. There was some big developments over the weekend we got to get into